I'm Jimmy James. I'm Carl Knapp. Carl is a practicing attorney in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. We're longtime friends, and once a week we get together to talk about divorce, child support, custody, criminal law, and much more. So come hang out, because this is Just Lawing Around. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Just Lawing Around podcast. First off, I'd like to say I'm just getting over a cold, so if you do notice a difference in my voice, that's why I apologize for that. But moving on. We are going to be talking about Christmas light displays. Uh, Carl seems to have some questions or concerns about them, but I came across an article. It was on today.com and it said family dazzling Christmas light display has neighbors seeing red. And it, you know, brought up a good conversation. I think that Carl is a Grinch and I think he owns that. Uh, and I'm the guy that's like, I, I own it. Yeah. He's apparently owning that. I, I'm the guy that I think it's, it's great, but you know, from a lawyer's perspective, He's got a whole big problem with this. And and when I say like a Christmas light display, I'm talking about those huge displays with thousands of lights and setups that are attracting cars and crowds and people coming to see them. And, you know, that's basically Carl's big concern. And when I showed or when we came across this article, he was like, there's so many legal problems here. And I'm like, Carl, can you just be happy for Christmas? Why do you got to be a Grinch? <laughs> So we're going to go down this road and we're probably not going to agree on a lot of things here. Maybe we will. I don't know. But let's go down this road, Carl. Tell me, tell me, what are your concerns about people putting up beautiful Christmas displays for Christmas? All right. First of all, let me just say, look, I, I love Christmas. I love Christmas lights. I love the holiday season. But as you said, you know, when my kids were younger we used to go drive around and, you know, we would go various houses would go all out and they would have these huge displays. And I think there's even like TV shows now where they, they go around and they look at these houses with all these lights and stuff. But, yeah. you know, when I would go to these places and you, you always make fun of me because I think like a lawyer, I would go there and on everything. Oh no! Yeah, and I'm, I would walk around, and I would be like, "Okay, like there's hundreds of people walking around, you know, somebody's yard or somebody's house," and I'm just thinking in my mind, like, "What's the liability here? Like, if somebody falls down while they're looking at your Christmas lights, or if they slip on your driveway while they're, you know." while you're there walking around their yard or you get hit by a car because the traffic is so crazy. I, I'm just thinking, and, and we'll dissect, you know, each of the, the legal liabilities I see, but that's kind of where it started. And then you showed me this article. I don't think it's a PA article, but we, we've all seen these huge, huge displays and, and me from, you know, a, a lawyer standpoint, <laughs> you can call me the Grinch. You are the Grinch, man. My, I, I, anybody else's first thought about that, a, anybody else's first thought is what's their electric bill? Yours is what's the liability? <laughs> I'm like, what, what's the liability if somebody yeah, slips, slips in the, you know, in the driveway and breaks a hip or breaks an arm or breaks something? First of all, you know, you know, the landowner, the guy who owns the property is getting sued. Yeah. I mean, you're getting sued, um, plain and simple. And, you know, we can talk a little bit about what, what his liability is and and what, you know, what he, they have to do to make sure that they're not negligent. And then I'm thinking, you know, big picture, like, like homeowners. Does his homeowners coverage, does it cover something like this? Because you're basically having 
events for the public at your house. I wish I mean, you could just see right? me shaking my head at you, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this is, this is really what you're thinking about on Christmas. So just letting the kids have a good old time. Uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking the insurance coverage and yeah, the insurance people are there. <laughs> you talk about the real Grinches. They'll oh deny any any coverage. Right? <laughs> I mean, look, I think you bring up valid points, but I think you're focusing on the wrong thing. Look, if I went to a Christmas light display and I fell and broke my arm, I don't think that I would sue somebody. I don't even think I would think to do that. No. I don't know. I, I, don't, I mean, look, I go to the hospital, I get a cast, I heal up. The person probably says, I, I'm sorry that happened, and then you move on. So, well, suppose you're, you're you know, it, it, you, obviously you, you're there at night, right? Because obviously that's when you put your lights on, right? Christmas lights are on at night. So invariably, like when we used to go to these things and I went to a few this year and you'd wander around. And even this year, like some of the places, cause it's rained so much, right? It there, you know, that, and so many people have walked on it. Like, so you're walking around and it's kind of slippery. Right. Right. And then they got these wires everywhere. So it's dark. Well, it's you're not slippery. supposed to be walking around on the display, Carl. <laughs> no, they have, the one we used to go to, and I, I don't think they do it anymore. There used to be one. It was really big, and they had like pathways through the yard. I mean, this was a big, you know, it was a couple acres. This property. Oh, was it like right by the 309 exit? Yes. I know. Yes. I, yeah, that, I remember seeing that driving by a couple times. I don't think they do it anymore, but probably because somebody like you came into their life and, and ruined the fun. <laughs> Just for the record, I didn't sue them. I didn't get hurt there, but <laughs> no, but I, I don't, I don't know who remember? they are. I don't know the address, but they did absolutely awesome displays. They, I remember that did, as a kid. No, look, they, uh, it was amazing. I loved it. I would go, um, I would never have one at my house. Uh, first of all, my house isn't, you know, five acres of land that that guy had or whatever right. but they had a they had a pond i think and a little stream that ran through the front yard it, look it was beautiful but as i said you would walk through the path and you know it's dark and sometimes it was slippery or icy and then you got these wires running all over so yeah see yeah, that that would somebody me. trips on that stuff and I get it. You say you're not going to sue them, but you know if you're walking around looking at the lights, you're yeah, not looking down I guess until that medical bill shows up <laughs> for the extension <laughs> for the extension cord, <laughs> or you know, God forbid, some kid you know slips into the pond or something. Right. Right. I mean, I just see you know Grinch, Grinch or no Grinch. I mean, I just see <laughs> you're Grinch, Carl. I, I see big. Big problems. Um, look, and, I, th and I think you have some validity to that. I, I mean, obviously, look, you're not wrong. Like, yeah, you have these concerns that are legitimate, but I, I just, I, I don't understand. If you live next to somebody, this is my question for you. If you live next to somebody who did this, how would you feel? Like, would you be that guy that caused a problem with it? <laughs> well, well, yeah. Or would you and, just and, sit inside and be quiet? Like, what would you do? And that, that was one of the other things that I always kind of, looked at because some of these places are right in neighborhoods so there used to be one over in upper Dublin. and i don't want to point them out either i don't think they do it anymore i, I know the name of the street but i'm not going to say it yeah but they literally right in a development so you'd pull in a development and then the house with the lights would be there you know and then to the right of the house there's there's a neighbor and a left there's a neighbor 
And of course, those people had no lights on, right? What, what are you going to do? <laughs> Put like, <laughs> right, right. But I, right, there was a display I went neighbors. to this year when I, t I was doing photos for the news, and, and there was one that said uh, it was all done, and the neighbor had a lit up sign that pointed to the left and said, Ditto. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the amount of time and stuff that these people put in is crazy but yeah that's the other thing when i when i go to these displays there's cars everywhere right so you have the neighbors you know i've been to some of them where there people are parking in the neighbor's driveway right people are walking on the neighbor's lawn they're walking up the neighbor's driveway so they can see you know the side of the display or something so like, I don't agree with parking in the driveway. I definitely agree against that. But don't tell me I can't park on the public roadway. <laughs> no, you can park on the public roadway. But look, if I live in a little, you know, a little quiet cul-de-sac and, you know, through through all of, say, December and the beginning of January, I've got 100 cars on my street every day, right, or every right. night. And I got people walking across my lawn every night and i got people you know backing in back in. i would be pissed if i was a neighbor <laughs> mr. put up a temporary fence or something <laughs> mr grinch would be not be happy right yeah, and some of these displays... standing out there with your law book citing law of people <laughs> i don't like i don't like the yellow tape around like do not enter yeah you know? yeah and oh, then you know a lot it. of these things they're playing music most of the ones I go to that all the little display things have music coming out of them. So if you're a neighbor, first of all, you have all the light shining <laughs> in your, your windows. Your image is going down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I have some lights out in front of my house, but I got, yeah, I got a couple strands. You know? Why do you got to get in the way of people having fun? <laughs> oh, I think, I think it's, I think it's, <laughs> look, I, I like it, but I think, People really, I, I think you have to think it through because, you know, in, in Pennsylvania, you can have, the neighbors could have a lawsuit against, you know, the other guy with yeah, all the lights. I was going to ask you, like, what, people. what would that lawsuit be? And what, what are the, I, I don't know what you call it in legal terms, but what is the criteria needed to be met in order to have standing in that lawsuit? Yeah, it's it's a really old concept. Um, it's basically called like a nuisance uh, nuisance cause of action. So, if if somebody has, you know, and we're gonna the courts really don't define nuisance, right? What it is, but basically, if you have something on your property that causes. Um, you know, a nuisance to the neighbors, the neighbors can can file a claim to have you remove it. Is it like a so, claim that's essentially saying like I'm you're not allowing me to use and live on my property, you know, free like free of yeah. mental anguish or whatever, you know, there's something there. Yeah, yeah, basically it's kind of like I and I think we did it I think we talked about it a little bit, like on the lease that, you know, they always say, you know, use and quiet enjoyment of, of yes, property, that, right? Yes, yes, yes. Right? So if, and you can have, I've seen nuisance lawsuits, like suppose you, you know, you have a neighbor and all he does is like 
he has a rock band, right? And he practices out in the garage, right? Right. And he just blasts music all day. Well, if I'm out sitting on my back deck and this guy's blasting music all day, he's interfering with my, you know, use and enjoyment of my property. Right. Or, or I remember in law school, they used to have these, uh, you know, there were some of these old cases where there was either like, um, like some sort of mining company or there was one, I think with like a slaughterhouse. So like, you know, my house is next to the slaughterhouse. Right. And you know what they smell like in the, in the summer with all the dead oh, animals. Can imagine. <laughs> so you get all this, these noxious fumes and stuff. And I could see a case there. There was a reason, not recent case, but there's a pretty famous case with like the one neighbor was a landscaper. So he would, you know, have trucks and landscaping equipment and they would load the trucks and dust and dirt and debris would blow over onto the other neighbor's property. Okay. Right. So that, that could be a nuisance cause of action. So, you know, if, if I'm living next door and there's bright lights and music and hundreds of people every day wandering on the property next door or even on my property, I think you could have a nuisance claim. Uh, could you have a and, nuisance claim on like a dog barking nonstop? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah yep. I, I thought so. You, you get, uh, and you see them sometimes where some, I'm just looking at uh, some of the cases here, actually uh, keeping a tiger in a residential <laughs> area, <laughs> even though the owner had an exotic wildlife permit. Uh, dust from a truck stop was sufficient to constitute a private nuisance. Uh, excessive noise from a racetrack or a residential area. So I guess if I had, you know, a property and I rode my motorcycle, my dirt bike around the backyard all the time, you know, that could interfere with the rights of my neighbors because they well, got to put up. That, that's yeah. interesting you bring that up because I was, you, you know, recently I passed my part 107 license for my drone license. And I was reading some stuff about like the air rights of property and stuff like that. And basically, I mean, to keep it simple, as soon as I leave the ground and I'm in the air, I'm in federal airspace, no local law enforcement can do anything or tell me what to do. They have no authority over it. And, and that goes for homeowners too. I mean, you only have a right to your property as high as it's capable of being livable. So, you know, your top yeah, four. But what I'm trying to get at is, yeah, I would never, you know, fly below a roof line and just like fly around somebody's yard. I wouldn't never do that. But there is a guy that had, uh, he was over um, a plane route. He was a farmer and he was over like a, you know, a plane would fly over his house like every day. And he doesn't have any air rights to stop them, but he did uphold a case in court saying that this plane is interfering with his, you know, private, private quality, yeah. enjoyable use of the land. And it's interfering with his, his crops. And he actually won and they had to start, you know, deviating that plane around the property. Yeah. And, and I think, I think you're right. It, it makes sense. I mean, if, if my, you know, if my neighbor has a, uh, a helicopter landing pad, you know, I, I live next to <laughs> a billionaire, right? And he, he comes flying in on his chopper or his airplane and lands. Technically, yeah, he's not touching my property. But, you know, every time he fires that thing up, 
goes up and you know, it's like your drone but it's a hell of a lot louder right? yeah no my drone's very quiet yeah those things just feet, kinda, you don't hear it anymore <laughs> that thing just buzzes <laughs> and you have done some nice drone work i just want to put that out there thank I mean, you i appreciate I've seen, that i've seen a lot of your stuff so if anybody needs you know anybody needs like some photographs or video from drone or like i did for carl if you need your gutters looked at oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) just don't be afraid to go on the ladder (laughs) that's true ladders are a whole different issue (laughs) (laughs) but thank you carl i really appreciate that james was trying to help me clean my gutters and i got a little skittish a little skittish (laughs) first of all wait a minute you're gonna put me out all right look he said, bring me a ladder. I said, all right, I'm going to bring you a ladder. Now we're sidetracking for a quick second here. I brought him a ladder, right? And then he says, now, now you're going to go up and clean them, right? And I said, hell no. I don't go up ladders. I don't like heights. I'm afraid that. He goes, you're a wuss. You're a wuss, right? So we put the ladder up. This guy gets six steps up the ladder, and he starts, like, shaking. And he looks down at me and he says, I'm, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> he comes back down the ladder. And he, he puts it up in another spot, goes six steps up, comes right back down. <laughs> he just he yeah, fun of me the like, time. Oh, yeah, you're like, just go climb on the roof. Just climb on the roof. And I'm like, ah, how do I get from the ladder to the roof? You know, like, and the roof is slanted. You're like, oh, you'll be fine. It's not that slanted. It's not that you were afraid. It's that you called me a wuss and made it seem like you were so confident. <laughs> I was until I got about 15 feet off the ground. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it gets a little a little different up there, don't it? <laughs> I know. Now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, man, I'm not going up there. <laughs> I've suffered oh, from vertigo for the last three years. I'm not going on a ladder. Well, I knew, I knew you weren't going to go up there. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I digress. But the, the neighbor thing, right? The neighbors, I think, have have a nuisance claim. I mean, because you can also, um, I mean, you can, you can file a lawsuit to say, hey, you're interfering with the use of my property. I want you to stop, which would be an injunction. Or you could get damages, too, depending on how you can prove damages um you know they're, they're probably a little trickier like how do you prove i guess if how do you prove you yeah, lost sleep or like couldn't have a family party or yeah 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 um and then just like the inconvenience of like okay i want to i want to go out i want to back out of my driveway and there's all these people everywhere wandering around now, now some of these places i know we had talked about the one we used to go to, you know, over and up in Dublin, they had like people directing traffic, which was a whole <laughs> was a whole different set of circumstances. Because I don't know who's liable when you're directing traffic, and I don't know who. I don't know if you got your kid out there with a vest on, or you actually hire traffic control people i think you i think it's probably better to have somebody directing traffic if you're going to have hundreds of people coming well you know yeah well all right so what if what if two cars got into a fender bender i mean is, is, right. can you blame the light display for that it's it's a good it's a good question i i i see a scenario where where you could <laughs> i see it well, look, I see a scenario where, as they said, the one we used to go to was on a fairly busy road, and people would park along the shoulder, which, and again, it's dark out, and there's kids everywhere. So you'd have people kind of coming down the road, you'd have all these cars lined up on the shoulder, and you'd have all these kids walking around, you know, little kids, when it's dark out. 
So I used to say, you know, to my wife, like, someone's going to get hit by a car. (laughs) Right. And and that's going to be the end of it, I think. I mean, someone's going to get sued, right? Uh, Obviously, the driver's going to get sued. If they're anything like you, they're going (laughs) to (laughs) get... But I'm suing... I think I'm suing the homeowner because he he created this circumstance. Right. He knows that there's going to be tons of people. He knows that they're going to be parking illegal. He's now aware of it. And that's a big concept in the law is, you know, do you have knowledge? Do you have knowledge of a dangerous condition? Right. Because as soon as you have knowledge of a dangerous condition, you have an obligation to either do something about it or or warn somebody about it. And, and that's where I, you know, it's completely foresee- foreseeable that people are going to park illegally because they do it every year and kids are going to be wandering around and it's going to be dark and now you're on notice. And I think that really makes you more liable or more what if likely. You put, like signs up that said, you know, no trespassing, don't gather here, don't look at my lights. <laughs> do you cover no, yourself? I, I, I think it helps. You think so? I, I, I think it helps, but you have to enforce it. Okay, right? so you can't just do it as like a technicality. You have to actually go out there and tell people to leave and stuff. Yeah, I think you would have to, you know, you can't have a sign that says no trespassing and every night there's 200 people in your yard. Right. Um, I, I don't think you, that's not going to fly. But yeah, having, you know, walkways may be helpful. I give these people a lot of credit. I do, but I would never do it. I would never yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. I just I just foresee huge problems from the neighbors, from people on the property. And then you get in, you know, we're talking about like what's a landowner's duty? It, it in in the law, it boils down to what's what's the status of the person. So a trespasser has less rights than what's called a, a, a social guest or an invitee. So depending on what these people are, you know, the, the landowner has a more uh, has a higher burden of taking care of them. Right. So I don't have to do much for a trespasser. So what what about like um can't you get like permits that like kind of bypass that? You know like when we're talking well I guess that doesn't permits don't remove liability it just removes legality, right? Yeah. But if you have a permit well, for a gathering does that help you with the liability issue? When you say a, yeah, like a permit I'm trying to think of when you would need a permit. Like a permit for like a large well, gathering. Well if I want to have a party at my house and I want to have 200 people over I don't right. think I need any kind of permit for that. Right, but if you want to have 200 people over that are going to hang out on the front sidewalk and roadway, like a block party, right? If I'm going to block, tr- yeah, if I'm going to shut down the road, yeah, I think I would need a permit but what, to do what that. if your gathering is going to inadvertently shut down the road? So, like, you know, like, if you're having a Christmas light display and there's 100 people that show up, that's 100 cars that are going to be on the roadway, you know? Yeah, you're right. I, I'm not sure what the answer is. I don't know when you would need a permit, and I'm trying to think of what kind of permit. See, and you that's would why need. I like you, Carl, because instead of just side wide, <laughs> sideward bullshitting me, yeah, I don't know I, the I, answer, I, man. But you know what? I'll look it up. I'll figure it out, and I'll let you know. 
<laughs> Look, that's a, that's a big part of the law. Nobody memorizes every piece of the law. Right. But you we know how to read to, it and interpret it and find the answers. Yeah, I can kind of spot the issue. I can say, okay, here's what I think the issue is. The issue has something to do with, you know, blocking the roadway, interfering with the flow of traffic. Okay. So how do we, what kind of permit? I, I get if I'm going to have a parade, Mummer's right. parade, some... Coming up, New Year's recording. <laughs> <laughs> what, you didn't want to say tomorrow? <laughs> I, I didn't know. We never know when we're going to air it. So yeah, well, well, today's December 31st, last day of 2023, and we're talking to the Grinch. <laughs> we figured we figured we had to get the Christmas light one in. Look, I think you have a lot of valid, valid points. I just don't know. Like how, how many times has, has these things happened? How many times has somebody actually gotten hurt on a Christmas light display and sued? Don't know. I'm sure it's not that uncommon. Right. Uh, it's the it's the attractive nuisance, and I know we've talked about the attractive nuisance. When you have something on your property that is reasonably likely to attract children or people to it, you have to make accommodations so that they're not going to get injured. Right. I, I, I can't have a big open pit in the back of my yard with no fence around it and no warning around it because most likely kids are going to say, oh, look at that big hole. Let's go check it out. Right. <laughs> and somebody's going to fall into it. Swimming pools. Every, every swimming pool has to have a fence around it. Right. For just that reason, because people see a body of water, whether it's a, whether it's a pond or it's a pool or whatever the heck it is, and they're going to go over and look at it. They're going to walk right on your yard. <laughs> so you got to prepare for other people's negligence. <laughs> yeah, you have to. As I said, the trespassers, not so much. In An invitee is somebody that is like a social guest, uh, which is somebody you invite to your house. If you come over to my house for dinner, you're a, you're a social guest. Right. So not a I have... Not, you're not a resident unless you, <laughs> unless you stay over. <laughs> For how long do you have to stay over before you become a resident? You you seem to know the answer to this, but I don't. I would say at least maybe two weeks, three weeks, enough to establish, <laughs> you know, a, a routine. Residency. Yeah, I, I, a routine is what I was gonna say. I don't know. You, yeah, you, you, you like the residents, but if you come over, I have to make sure if I'm aware of problems in my house, I have to say, Hey James, don't, uh, don't use that bathroom downstairs. Cause you know, the toilet's cracked. Okay. So if, but if, does that if, statement alone remove your liability? Probably if you go in there anyway, and I get use hurt, it and yeah, it cracks and it shards my leg. And, yeah. And cuts your leg or something the toilet you know cracks piece of it cracks off and you get cut and you try to sue me probably my warning you of the condition would be enough to protect me now i'm not naive enough to think that you're going to say i warned you well yeah so my next thing how do you prove that you warned me well you know do you, whatever do you I have to prove that you warned me or do you do, do i have to prove that you didn't warn me or do you have to prove that you warned me or do i have to prove that you didn't warn me which like what's the burden of proof 
burden of proof, you would say that you were at my house, there was a dangerous condition, and you got hurt. So you've kind of met your burden of proof. Okay. My Then my defense would be, I made him aware of the dangerous condition. He knew about it, but he he went ahead anyway. He he assumed the risk and he did it and he got he got hurt. It's like when you go bungee jumping or you go to any kind of dangerous activity, they say you understand that this is a dangerous activity. You can get hurt. Right. You can break a leg, you can die. Yeah. <laughs> you sign a you sign a waiver. Like, you go, yeah, right. Bungee jumping and stuff. Whenever parachute. you come to my house, I have you sign that waiver, you know, when you come over. I always have you. <laughs> Before I go up on the ladder. <laughs> as soon as you step on the property, that waiver that you signed of all, of all the dangerous conditions that you're aware of and you're oh assuming you're Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. So, so would, that, would that alleviate any kind of liability? Could you put a sign, like if you're having a Christmas light display, could you put a sign in the yard that says, here's all of the dangerous activity or dangerous elements of this property. By continuing to stay here, you're accepting these terms or something? I think that would somewhat, I think that would be helpful, quite honestly, if there was a sign or if there, there was a... Um, I was somewhere the other day. Oh, you know, we went we went down to the city, and it was one of these commercial light displays. Like you go to Longwood Gardens or something like that, okay. and you walk through. So this one was down in the city. It was called Tinseltown, and we were walking along, and it was it was this week, so it was kind of wet. Everything was wet, and but they had these little signs that said. Uh, you know, beware uneven pavement or something. So they would at least putting people on notice that, you know, and, and some of them say, don't, don't enter the grass or don't walk into the display. And then some said, you know, uneven walkway. Some would say slippery. I think that gives them some insulation in terms of a defense. Okay. So, I mean, obviously private, people don't do that right but i mean if you're having such a large display or something then that might be something to consider i think if some of these places you you enter and there's like a you know okay you enter here and you walk around the path and you exit there i think something like that you'd be much better at the entrance you have a little sign hey please stay on the path Please do not touch the lights. Please watch your step. Uh, you know, those kind of things I think would be helpful if you had something like that, that at the beginning or the entrance. It's like when you, you know, go to the zoo, don't feed the animals. Don't put your hand in the cage. Right, right. right. <laughs> like it's pretty, some of it's common sense. Uh, don't, you know, don't climb the light displays. Right. Don't play with the plugs, you know, warning electrical hazard. Yeah, and it takes all the fun out of it, right? That's what lawyers do. <laughs> <laughs> we take we take the fun out of everything. You know That's, what? Don't leave your house. <laughs> right. Don't well, go on the internet. <laughs> yeah, you got you buy a you buy a plastic bag and it says don't put it over your head. Don't put it in your baby's crib. <laughs> like, there's a warning on everything. <laughs> you gotta sign a paper now after you have give birth to a kid that you you won't shake the baby when you leave. Oh, don't shake the baby, right? Don't, you know, don't put the baby in. Make sure the baby's buckled in. Make sure the car seat's buckled in. Uh, all these, 
all these warnings probably come after the fact. Somebody does something stupid, they get hurt, and then you got now you got to have a warning. And we we talked about my you know my warnings on the windows at my house, and I, I'm, I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the warnings on knives, and I'm telling you it's coming. <laughs> Warning, very sharp. Oh, my gosh. Don't cut yourself. <laughs> look, look if, if McDonald's coffee has to have warnings now, you could sue for that. Then, yeah, maybe a knife yeah. should have a warning. <laughs> and then there was the, the chicken McNugget. I saw that too, not too long ago. They were too hot, and a, a kid got burned with the chicken Oh, my McNugget. gosh. She dropped one on her leg, and it burnt her leg. I mean, yeah, I make fun of the lawyers, I, that kind of stuff. I'm not like super litigious, but I know enough to know that these these light displays could cause you major, major headaches. But how are they any different than like a McDonald's or a store that you walk into? I mean, it's the same thing, right? It's the yeah, public that, coming to your property. That's, yeah, that's interesting because when we talk about, you know, what, what a landowner what their duty is, right? So you have, it all depends on who, who gets injured or who the person is. So you have a trespasser. So I don't really have to do much for a trespasser. If a trespasser is, you know, on my, in my backyard and he falls and hurts himself, I'm pretty clear. And then we have invitees, which are people, social guests. So people um, over for dinner and party gatherings yeah like this i think is and we could i I, you know then we were talking about the light display in a minute the third is um is a licensee which is somebody who's present for a business purpose okay so like when you go into giant or when you go into walmart and go shopping you're a licensee so you're there to do business, right? To They're going to make money off of you. So they have a higher standard. So the, what they have to do is they have to make sure, not only do they have to warn you of a dangerous condition, but they have to make sure that the property is safe. So they have to inspect for dangerous conditions. Okay. So they have to go one step further. So when you say, what's the difference between the light display and say you going to giant shopping, it becomes interesting because I think we were talking a little bit of, off air are they benefiting financially from me being there yeah which which raises their responsibility to me if 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 i have to pay to get in yes then then now i'm a licensee and they owe me a a much higher standard of care suppose they're just collecting donations Oh, you know, because we have all these lights, we, we it costs us a fortune in electric bill, so please give us money. Does that establish a business relationship? This is why people hate lawyers, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, is, 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 is donating to like a, you know, like a cause, is that a business relationship? No, I don't think it is. Uh, although, you know... I've seen things where it it could it's it's a quote unquote donation, right? But it's almost mandatory. You know, you ever see these places like give what you can? Yes. So it's like okay, I could give a dollar, or I could give five dollars, or I could give twenty five cents. But it's kind of understood. I'm going to give something. I'm going to give them money. 
Right, or you'll be denied access. Right, right. Um, I know every time I go on Wikipedia, they ask me for money. (laughs) (laughs) Pull up any news article these days, they're asking for a subscription. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think these light displays rise to that level. But I, 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 I could see somebody, this is what I love about the low, I could see somebody making that argument i've been to some of these places where they're like you know they raise money for charity or they raise money for the once they're raising money for themselves like we we need money to pay the electric bill that's where i kind of have an issue with it not that they're doing it just there's a legal issue there right legally and i said to you when at what point does it become a business right and you know i'm playing kind of playing devil's advocate here and you know you can see my lawyer like brain i'd love to like go down the rabbit hole with this like at some point if if these people set this up every year and they go look every year you know people donate them you know in december we we make you know ten thousand dollars cash in the donation box i think it's the donation it starts to sound a lot like a business though it's basically (laughs) <laughs> it's a donation, but isn't it sort of, I mean, it's almost like a fee to come and check out our lights. Uh, I don't think there's anything that says if you don't pay, you can't look at our lights. No. Like what if you set up a nice display and you put boxes out front that said, if you enjoyed the light display, feel free to donate. Right. It'll help with the, you know, the yeah, putting the them up, taking them down, the expenses incurred during it. Is that a business or is that a donation to sustain it? Well, and, and is a donation to sustain it a business model? Well, I, you know, I, I make money through my business. A, a lot of the money that I bring in goes to pay my expenses. Right. So if I say, hey, James, you know, I helped you out with that case. You know, you're my buddy, but, you know, if you could give me a couple bucks, it would help with my expenses. Right. Does that make it less of a business? Because now I don't, you don't have to give well, me money. Yeah, you're asking me for a couple bucks. You're not inv- invoicing me. Yeah, but I'm, I'm benefiting financially <clears throat> from it. Well, look, and you're going to benefit. If I give you a dollar, you're benefiting. You just made a dollar, you know? Sure, I made a dollar, and I, you know, I had to pay. I have to pay my electric bill too. So, <laughs> so after paying you, taxes on that dollar, you're left with what ninety four yeah. cents. <laughs> Maybe and then less. We, we get into the whole. Is he now allowed to? You know, if, if he collects donations, are they income to him? Well, that was going to be my other question. Is is that? Yeah, I mean, from a tax standpoint, is is that income to him? And then, if it's income to him, can he deduct? Uh, you know, his expenses of running the light. Thing. Now it's an awful lot like a business. Well, I'm going to deduct, you know, three quarters of my electric bill because it's the lights, and I'm going to report the ten thousand dollars I got in the donation bin. But I'm going to deduct, you know, the six thousand dollars I paid on electric for <laughs> <laughs> uh, All they want to do you, is let these kids see Christmas lights, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is your problem? <laughs> and I don't, I don't work for the IRS, but I can see. I could see somebody in the IRS, hey, what's in that box there? You know, how much money is in that donation box? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or is it a gift? I, I don't know. Worse. Or is it earned? 
<laughs> oh my gosh. And, and you know, there are people at, like, like, I really want to know, like, what would you do if you were one of these neighbors? I, I some of these, I, I would be very, it would upset me because I'm a private kind of quiet person. If every time I came home, my street was just jammed with cars right. and people and people you know walking up and down the sidewalks and people walking on my driveway and people parking in front of my house you know suppose i want to have guests over i can't have any guests over for the whole month of december because the whole neighborhood's blocked we, we just go some we sometimes walk a half a mile to go see these places well yeah but you don't and, own the road everybody has a no. public right to park on that road yeah they they can but but as a neighbor i th i think it it's going to it, it interferes with my use of my property I, I mean you're right anybody can kind of park there um uh, you know my roads are not public my roads are private where i live right. so you know we we own them the association owns them um right yeah we got to plow them we got to pay somebody to plow them so you couldn't have a scenario where just anybody could come and park although they do it uh you know when they do the fireworks over by me over you know with hickey right well people park in our neighborhood right you know, and then they walk over technically they're not really supposed to be in there because they're not visiting somebody and you know me, I always send out cease and desist letters. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Do you cause problems when people park there for fireworks? No, no. Are you I'm out there just stewing in your lawn chair with a beer in your hand, just ready to fight somebody? Uh, I charge $10 to use my driveway. So like people oh, my can... gosh. Is that a business? That probably is. I, I wouldn't say that on the air. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've said to friends, it's like, look, if you guys are going to go to the fireworks, they can just park in... You know, come to my house and park it. You know, park in the driveway. Or park <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can allow them to do that. They can be my guests. Yeah, but right? you allow your friends to do that. You don't allow just anybody to do that. No, I don't want just strangers coming in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, gosh! Yeah, that's why you said the neighbors. It would. I, I'll be honest. It, it would really, it would bother me significantly if this this huge display was next to my house it would it would bother me i don't think and it would bother me no i don't think so okay and, and you know and you have people milling about and you've you have can't get out of your driveway because there's cars everywhere then you got some guy directing traffic maybe some of these things have a person out there directing traffic there's so many cars yeah and you know, I don't know. I don't know that it would bother me. And maybe that's me being naive and not being a property owner and stuff like that. But as of right now, I don't think it would bother me. I like, I like Christmas lights. Uh, my neighbors have Christmas lights. I enjoy it, but it's not, we don't have hundreds of people coming by every single night and trampling. But doesn't you know, that property owner have a right to do what he wants on his property? Doesn't he have a right to enjoyment of his property? He does. So why can't he enjoy that without anybody giving him a problem or him or her or whoever owns whatever property they're doing it on? He can until it causes a problem for his neighbors and then you get into the nuisance suit. So I really uh, suppose I have a pool and, you know, I, I love having pool parties. 
So every every night in the summer, I have a hundred people over, and we play music, you know, till two a.m. Now you might have some noise ordinances and stuff like that, but I think at some point my neighbor can say, hey, you're interfering with my use of my property. I can't sleep at night. Plus you've got the music, plus you've got, you know, all, all the girls in bikinis jumping around and jumping off the diving and board. You're and you're complaining? <laughs> <laughs> I just added that last part. Yeah, I there. figured. <laughs> because <laughs> that would not be a nuisance that would be okay <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh <laughs> can we cut that out or no <laughs> <laughs> no we're gonna let people know you really are carl <laughs> yeah, no so but like I, I can see a problem with like what about like a like maybe a motorcycle mechanic or like a classic car mechanic and they're just constantly revving the cars all day or something you know yeah but like christmas lights come on man all right the music bothers you fine we'll turn the music down no problem now what? We, I can't control the people that come to look at this display. But you can get rid of the display. But why should I if, have to? I enjoy if, it. If you get rid of the display... It, then it, I don't get to enjoy my property. Then, then the problem is gone. It's like a, it's like a nuisance bar. No, your problem is gone. Because I don't have a problem with it. Right, but, but the neighbors have a problem with it. I don't and care. Maybe the, the neighbors public, pay for my property. Maybe the public has it. Suppose I work, uh, you know, I, I work night shift and I got to go down Main Street, whatever road we're picking. And, you know, from December till January, there's a traffic jam because this guy's got his lights out. Okay. First of all, you're basically describing Route 202. Okay. <laughs> that happens yes. all year round. <laughs> but this. This person's creating a problem now. He's creating a problem. He's creating a problem for a lot of people, not just the people, not his neighbors. Everybody drives on that road he's creating a problem for. Avoid the road then. Take a different road. Well, now you're interfering with my right to travel. No, I'm not. You, I'm saying if you, you want to travel down this road, it's going to be a little slower than the other road. You want to be faster? Go down the other road. But the, he doesn't own the road. The guy, the guy with the light display doesn't own the road. Why does he get to dictate that oh i'm going to just cause a traffic jam every night from uh five till nine he's not causing a traffic and, jam and i'm going to inconvenience everybody he's not and you got to get to work you know what take another take another two mile loop he's not it's I, all the invite uninvited guests that are causing the traffic jam but it's a foreseeable problem it's foreseeable that if i put up this thing this display the people are going to come build it and they will come it's the old expression. <laughs> so he, it's foreseeable from a legal standpoint. I know if I put a gigantic 300-foot San, inflatable Santa Claus in my front lawn, people are going to drive by and see it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was That's trying to think big, how big. My drone only goes to 400. <laughs> <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to think how big it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go at like 100 foot. <laughs> right, 100, 100 foot inflatable Santa Claus who dances. Do I think people are going to stop by and see it? Yes. Do I think a lot of people are going to stop by and see it? Yes. Do I think that's going to cause, cause traffic problems? Yes. So I know what I'm doing. It's not like, oh, I, I put up the Santa. I didn't know anybody was going to come by. I put up 12 million lights. And, you know, I live on a busy street. Oh, my gosh. Look, people are coming and they're stopping on the busy street and they're causing traffic and they're causing... 
a, a headache, a nuisance. We're talking about three to four hours a night. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's not that much time. You got That's 24 hours in a day. You can't let those 30, three or four hours be for the kids that want to come look at Christmas lights. For maybe 30 days. I, I don't know when they go up or when they go go away. But if, if I have to work and I got to drive that road every day, 30 days is a lot of inconvenience. But you don't have to drive that road every day. You're choosing to drive that road every day. That's the way you go to work. That's my. That's the most convenient, efficient route to work. And yes, I have but to you be can mitigate that problem yeah. by taking a different route. I could, but but why do I have to? You don't. You don't. I don't. So you I don't. sit in traffic or get to work faster. That's up to you. <laughs> right or. Or Siri for having all the Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the guy down. Shut him down. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. You know what you remind me of? Like one of those health inspectors. I'm shutting this restaurant down. <laughs> I was watching, what was the, since it's Christmas season, the, uh, is it the year without a Santa Claus or who's the Burger Meister Meister Burger? Is that his name? The guy who like, <laughs> no more toys. <laughs> All the toys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, ever, you ever saw that one? You're probably too young to see it. It was an old, it was, it was on the other night. My wife and I were like, oh, it's one with heat miser and cold miser. And you don't know what I'm talking about? No. Nope. Oh my God. <laughs> some, of the, some of the listeners will know what I'm talking about. But the guy, he's like, yeah, I think they call him Burger Meister Meister burger it's a funny it's a funny thing and but he bans toys because he slips and hurts himself on a toy oh my so, gosh <laughs> <laughs> so he, he bans all the toys nobody could have toys and then <laughs> oh, man. that's kind of how, how santa started coming down the chimney it's a it's a good thing you gotta watch it <laughs> he bans toys you guys are grinches man <laughs> That's what I, I feel like. Nobody's allowed to have any toys. He like burns them in nobody the town got square. Toys, nobody got a fun. Can't enjoy your own property. People can't reroute for work. We're gonna nah, shut them just, down. Just, just, <laughs> I'm surprised, like the zoning or something, or the there's not some. We saw that one. That one story you were looking at. Then they hit him for because he didn't have a permit because he had. Uh, he he built something. I, I think it was one of the the. the um, stories we were reading, the way they got the guy was he built some sort of structure, a trellis or some big thing to hold all these lights and displays. And then oh, I think either yeah. the, the, the building enforcement guy or the zoning guy said, hey, you can't build that thing. Yeah, but that was a small little wooden thing. Without, right, it was, but they... And they I deemed they it kinda, as like a structure that he didn't have a permit to build. Like, right, come right. on. They, they kind of they kind of backdoored him and like, well, that looks like a structure. You can't. That's a dangerous structure with all those lights on it. Oh or, or maybe gosh. it violates the electrical code. You come know how these. Come on, bro. Having, doesn't doesn't having are, freaking extension cords all through your yard viol, violate electrical it, codes? It probably does. Come I'm on. surprised the, the code enforcement officer doesn't come out. I mean, I, I had because he doesn't want to yeah. be the Grinch, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I when I had my deck put on, this guy would was out there every day, and I had I wasn't doing it, but I had permits and everything. This guy was there every day, like yo, <laughs> you dig the footers, you know? Is it thirty six inches deep? Oh, oh, it's only it's only thirty four inches deep, you know? You gotta. I'm like the deck is 
three feet off the ground. Like, what's going to happen, right? <laughs> if it collapses, it falls three feet. Like, right. <laughs> it's not going to crush anybody. <laughs> right, right. So you're right. Yeah, having having 5,000 lights plugged into 5,000 extension cords and all sorts of wires and conduit running all over the backyard. Yeah, I would think that was a bigger problem. That could be a fire hazard. But you know what? I feel like people have more problem with Christmas displays than they do Halloween displays. People go all out for Halloween displays. And I've never heard this problem with Halloween displays. We have to, well, we missed Halloween. I think it's next October we're going to have to do. No, it's the same issue. It doesn't have to be Christmas. It could be really any kind. No, I get that. Like you said, Halloween. Some people have. Could wind chimes be a nuisance? (laughs) I hate them things, man. (laughs) Why do people get those things? (laughs) I'm I'm with you. Um, Spotlights. I've seen cases with spotlights where people have very, very bright lights, you know, spotlights on the edge of their house. Right. And they shine into the neighbor's windows or they reflect into the neighbor's windows. That could interfere with the use of your property. If some, if a neighbor had security lights all out, right, and the light was shining into your windows, I could see that as as a problem. What about? Hey, I could see. I could see anything as a problem. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should be living out like in the in the woods. Yeah, like you should be an off gritter. <laughs> problem is, I don't like the woods. You should not be with the general population. <laughs> no. You can tell people kind of annoy me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Just, just stick to yourself. You just, you know, park in your own driveway. Don't go driving around, causing trouble, causing traffic jams. Right. Just, just do your own thing. If you want to have lights, put some lights up in the front of your house. And put a Christmas tree in your house if you want a Christmas tree. <laughs> look at those. Look at those lights. Or, right? or deck your house out as much as you want. You own it. <laughs> Do whatever you do whatever you want. He can't say. It. Look at him. He struggled to say that. <laughs> I, I, I would. I wouldn't do it. I, I think you wouldn't do it or live next to it. Correct. Oh my gosh. I, I I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't live next to it. I think you know. And I overthink everything, but it's a liability. It's a lawsuit just waiting to happen. I could see it's the liability. I, I could see dead. that. And I don't, I don't I don't say I agree with it, but I, that's the reality in today's society. Everybody wants to sue. They all want to get money quickly. Yeah. So, oh, my kid fell. My kid broke her elbow on, the, on your driveway. And it was slippery or it was dark or she didn't see that extension cord and now she's hurt. Right. And now she can't play softball anymore and she was going to go to college and she was going to get a scholarship and she was going to go to the Olympics and play softball. And now she can't <laughs> <laughs> you know how the personal injury lawyers are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get along. We got to get, I know we got to get one. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Isn't there, well, I don't want to say they're the worst of the worst. But. <laughs> I do have some buddies that do personal injury work, so I can't. I mean, there's I a lot of money in that stuff. There's a lot. Look, there's a lot of money. You get the right case, you can make a lot of money. It's all about getting the right case. Right, right. Slipping on the driveway, I don't know if that's the right case, but there are 
there are bottom dwellers that'll take that case. <laughs> bottom dwellers. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. There's some hey, freshie out of college. Oh, I'll take that case. Look at there's all these regulations. Case. Yeah. Yeah, this is an outrage. Look at this. It's like <laughs> there's no warning. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on that happy note, I, I see we're almost up against time. And do you want you want to trash me anymore about being grinchy? <laughs> I just think you need to be a little happier. And it, it, like, if you're worried about falling on somebody's property, don't go on the property, right? Yep. Don't create your own risk. If you don't, if you can't get to work on time, go to go a different route. Find another way to work. You know, right. just relax. Just, 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 uh, just woosa. Just, Take some breaths. Sit inside your house. Get your little, little. Uh, what are those little um, uh, dry pack things that you put in everything? You know, that suck up all the moisture. So, oh yeah, what are the silica packets? What are those? Yeah, things? get get your little silica packets, put them around your house and just relax. <laughs> I, do, I do love my silica packets. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> and what'd you say, Woosa? What is that? Woosa. You, you never seen Bad Boys too? No. You don't watch movies. Yeah. Anyway, it's one of the, it's one of the therapy moves to get them to calm down in the moment of like extreme you know, stress is woo-sa. Uh, okay. It's like a, a mantra or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Woo-sa. Just woo-sa. Just relax. Calm down. <laughs> Just let people enjoy their lives. See, you've seen Bad Boys too, but you haven't seen The Year Without a Santa Claus. I mean, come on. Bro, it's... look, when you were graduating college, I was being born. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> I mean, I was graduated law school, probably. <laughs> yeah, you're probably um, right. 1990. <laughs> 90? Um, yeah, I think I, I started law school in, I graduated in 92. Yeah, see? So I had to start 89. Guess I did. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> man, see, <laughs> you're old, man. You're a dinosaur. That's why, that's why I don't like lights and that's loud music. That's why you're grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, if you guys like this, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Are you on the Grinch's side or are you on my side? Or are you somewhere in the middle? Let us know. And if you uh, have a light display or you fell on a light display, <laughs> listen to Disclaimer, get Carl's information, set up a consultation. We'll catch you guys on the next podcast. The information contained in this podcast is provided for general information purposes only. It is not intended as legal advice or advice for a specific case or legal matter. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as an agreement for legal representation. This podcast and parties do not represent you in your particular matter unless there's an express written representation agreement between you and this firm. If you're interested in obtaining legal services, head over to cnaplaw.com or call 215-268-6333 and schedule an appointment today. That's cnaplaw.com. 215-268-6333. For more high quality music like this, head over to bensounds.com.